to Talking Tempo. We are Sasha and Katie, two amateur running mums stepping outside our comfort zones to share our love and hate for all things running. In no way are we professionals, just two 40-something-year-old women who have too much in common, spend too much money on Nike shoes, matching socks and visors. We hope that our journey inspires and motivates others and that you laugh along with us. Welcome to episode 13 of Talking Tempo with Sasha and Katie. Tonight we are joined by Catherine Stark, aka Starky, Starky. <laughs> who we know from Instagram and who we know as a local runner who's said to have been inspiring many people. So we're really keen to hear her story. But I think I was going to crack us off with a bit of a game. Well, before we do that, I was just saying to, um, do you want us to call you Starkey? Yeah. yeah Is that what everyone calls you? Yeah. So we were just saying that usually we do an intro and um, we give a bit of a background on on the person we're interviewing and we don't know a lot about you. All I know is from your stories on in, on Instagram and, and your pictures, but you have inspired us. So you've yeah. done some pretty amazing things this year. I've seen you do the double at the Gold Coast um, Marathon. You were in hospital rounding up to try and get to um, New York Marathon. You went and did that. And then you backed it up and did the Gold Coast 50 again. So incredible that you could do any of them, let alone be in hospitals. So, um, yeah, that's the reason why we got you on to have a chat. You have a story. Yeah. We know you have a story. We've um, spoken to Jess Willis. She said you're an amazing, incredible person to talk to. So we want to hear about it. But before we do, we're going to start with a game. So we, we start a game um, just to lighten, lighten it up and, and get to know our person a little bit. But I'm going to do a game with you and Sasha today. Yeah, I dread this. <laughs> That's easy. It's good one. It's good one. So um, it's called, well, I made this up. It's something starting with. So I'm going to say something. First person to say the word. Oh, wins. we've got to buzz in or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you have, what's your buzzword? Me? Yeah. Oh, Sasha, All you're right, stuck. <laughs> We're so original. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll start with an easy one. Both Brisbane girls. So a Brisbane suburb starting with a letter A. Sasha. Ashgrove. Well done. Yes. Well done. Okay. <laughs> a shoe brand starting with a letter A. Essex. Well yeah. done. <laughs> A parkrun location starting with the letter E. Darky. You You're parking? competitive, aren't you? <laughs> um, Everton Park, is that one? I don't think there is one. No, no. It's um, at Everton Park, but it's not called Everton Park. Let me, th now do I get to try and see if I can. All right, you can go. Uh, e. It's Mitchelton, you're one you're thinking of. Yeah, I yeah. Don't Parkruns. <laughs> no, I haven't got one. I'm, I'm stumped. <laughs> what, I don't know. Have you got one, Katie? No. <laughs> Surely there's one at Esk. We'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. Quizmaster extraordinaire. <laughs> okay. Something as a runner you can't run without starting with the letter S. Happy. Okay. Smart one. Ooh. Ooh, that's good. That's a good one. <laughs> Something as a runner you can do in a race, starting with letter T. T, Sasha. <laughs> T 
I was going to say turtle. I don't know why I was going to say turtle. be slow or something else I, no, I was know. thinking of toilet I don't know why <laughs> yeah you can you can go toilet in a marathon you can go to the toilet <laughs> I have no idea where that came from Turtle and toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh you're a cracker okay something you do the night before a race starting with the letter C Ducky. oh carload oh well done well done. So that's something we know about you. You're competitive. Yeah. <laughs> you like were in that. on it. <laughs> Sasha, I don't even. <laughs> Let's not talk about what we know about me now. <laughs> I park run starting with an E. Yeah, yeah I can't one. remember. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, my, friend, my friends who are park run like addicts, like they go all around, you know, even northern New South Wales to do the alphabet. So oh, that, wow. Yes. Where are that they? Is- They'll know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hang on, I've lost everyone. I'll look it up. All right. Okay. Well, I, so, so let's. Um, we know a little bit about you, obviously, from um, Instagram, Starkey. <laughs> but um, I'd really like to know how you came to be a runner. What's What's your story into running? Oh, okay. So I started running probably eight or nine years ago. Um, I had quite a severe battle with anorexia nervosa for 15 years. 15 years. Yeah, yeah. And so because of being so malnourished for that long time, I developed osteoporosis. Wow. I'm the endocrinologist I was under. um, You know, I'm on biphosphonates to strengthen my bones and stuff. And um, I was doing weight training and, you know, I was still in my 40s, like 40 kilos or something and me trying to lift some weights and she said, I'll do some more weight-bearing activities. You know, why don't you start running or something? And, like, I always ran at school and did cross-country but I was always in and out of hospital as well. So, um, From what age would that have been then? About 12. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. I'd take my hat off to my mum for just, oh, she was my amazing support throughout it all, in and out of hospital many times. Like, yeah, quite a, I think it's the hardest mental illness to get over, to be honest, and to recover from. And um, I I don't know. I don't know. I think I saw, I went across the world um, for my 21st birthday and I saw the world and I saw my brother and I think seeing the world sort of changed my thought process and I'm like wow the world really has a lot to offer and um, obviously it took a long time for me to regain weight after being so lean like I was in like 21 kilos at 21 years of age so yeah so that's why I I, anyway so I got into running and I joined um, Brisbane Trail Runners and I went on my first trail run and I loved it and then I met like lots of people there I took baking I think my first time (laughs) baking everywhere I go (laughs) anyway um and then like I'd never run a marathon and one of the guys was like oh there's a 50 kilometer event coming up um in the Glasshouse Mountains and I said oh okay do you want to do it (laughs) and he's like yeah that's okay so he ran the whole way with me and I met so many lovely people along the way like and I met these two girls from Germany who I'm still friends with um another lady like I just Trail running is just this whole other world. 
Anyway, it took me six and a half hours to do the 50Ks, but he stuck, Lawrence stuck with me the whole way. And um, that's, yeah, that's where my obsession sort of grew. I, I then did Gold Coast Marathon um, a couple of months later. Um, and like I didn't, back then, I didn't know what like the elusive sub four was, or I didn't really care. I just ran a marathon. Yeah. And crossed the line in like 3.59 and 53 seconds. And they're like, oh my gosh, you did a sub four. I'm like, no, I just did a marathon. So I'm, I've never really been caught caught up with times and stuff. It doesn't really bother me. It just makes me so happy and it's a blessing just to be here. And that's probably why you see all my photos on Instagram and just me smiling in races. Your energy, your um, so that's happy. one thing that, yeah, we see, but you love running. So you and now I guess we can understand why it's given you a new lease of life. Hmm. Yeah, it's hard to associate running because you know some people I guess running is to lose weight. You didn't need to do that. Was it um, not frowned upon, but was it hard to you know you obviously a tiny you were a tiny person. Um, It was funny after the Gold Coast Marathon. I then entered the hundred k's as you do. And in the glass, <laughs> yeah, you <she> do. <laughs> and you know, you sort of had that mentality that, oh my gosh, I can't eat this. No, it's got too many carbs, or that'll make me fat. And so I was really sick at one of the checkpoints. And some of the crew from the Brisbane Trail Runners were there, and they're like, "Here, you need this boiled potato with salt on it." I'm like, "Oh, you know," I'm thinking, "Oh my gosh, no, I can't eat potatoes." Mm-hmm. And um, you know, that was just a big no-no for me. But that saved my race. They forced it down me and that saved my race. So from now on, I love potatoes. I love hot chips. And it sometimes it just takes that little thing just to put you over the, yeah, to make you think, okay, that potato wasn't too bad and it actually helped me through a race. Wow. So, so interesting. So when you were doing those, when you did your first 50K and then the 100 had you regained a fair amount of weight by then so that you had enough sustenance in your body to keep you going? Um, I've still got my race bibs actually, and they weigh you before an ultra. So because, and then they oh, weigh do you. They? Yeah, and then they weigh you at checkpoints to see if you've lost too much water, or mm. yeah. And um, so I was really embarrassed at the time to be weighed, and mm, I think I oh, It was I was forty seven kilos, and I was like, oh my gosh, and people could see my weight on there, and I thought that was big. So it, it's really to. Yeah, it, I could talk a whole different thing about anorexia and the mentality. Yeah. And, but, yeah, this is uh, more about running here. But, yeah, it's um, I did have, like, I think the nutrition I used for my first ultra was tailwind. Hello. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Satchel's little girl, Holly. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, caffeinated will do. I'll just use caffeinated the whole way. Well, yeah, 100, <laughs> 100Ks with caffeine doesn't really go well with your stomach <laughs> no especially if you're not trained for it wow Blase. I just whatever use whatever but yeah <laughs> so you did the 100 yep yep that was in about 14 14 and a half hours and um once again met people forever like for friends forever mm. um I was struggling at one point there's a power line section it's all open there's no shade and I was like nearly passing out and this guy Andrew he he saved my race he basically stayed with me and walked me to the next checkpoint and then that's when I got a potato into me and but 
Thank God for potatoes, hey? <laughs> and then I went on to that year, I then went with Lawrence, um, the, the guy I did the 50K with. Um, we went to Mount Everest and trekked to base camp. Wow. And then I came back with Gold Coast 50. And then in January or February, I did Dusk to Dawn, the 12-hour. Yeah. Um, running around in circles for 12 hours. And once again, that was like, you know, you meet friends for life there. And, um, yeah, Jeff, one of the guys from the trail running club, because it was a really hot night and he went out and got frozen Cokes. And obviously I'm thinking, oh, my God, no, frozen Coke. I'm like, is it zero sugar? <laughs> but I drank it and that saved my race again. So it's these little things that always um, I always remember and I always remember, like, you know, they all knew I had an eating disorder, but I didn't know, like I was still sort of in denial about it. So Yeah. It, wow. Is it amazing how you um... – yeah, certain things you associate, obviously, with, you know, no carbs, but for runners, their life, right? Yeah. You need them. Yeah. And now these days, oh, my gosh, like New York, all you can have is carbohydrates. They give you food. Well, we'll talk about New York coming up, but they give you food along the way, don't they? Like they on the, um, you know, that they oh, do the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's checkpoints. Like um, it's usually run by volunteers. Actually, it's always run by volunteers, different um, run groups or stuff. And um, there's like potato chips, lollies, sandwiches, cups of soup, noodles, <laughs> plus your own drop bags. So if you want something particular, you can have that there. It's it's amazing. It's like a buffet at every aid station. So, yeah. Crazy. Okay, so how did you go from trail running to road running? Because you do more road running now than... <gasps> I prefer trail running. But road running is convenient for me because it's just out the door and being yeah. a shifter and doing a lot of double shifts and overtime. If I want to get a run in, like the closest trail to me is probably Mount Cutha and that's half an hour away. So road is much more convenient for me. And I do like road. I like both. Um, but, yeah, I was I just dabble in both, to be honest. And then yeah. uh, I did my first world major London that was part of a charity event and I oh, had a ball um and I'm like oh I'm gonna try and keep taking off these world majors and then I applied uh, I did a fast marathon and I, I qualified for New York but then that was unfortunately I had to have hip surgery quite a major one and um my hip surgeon's been my surgeon for about eight eight years now and um he's a good guy and he knows my mentality and uh when I'm running and I'm like if I'm saying I'm doing something I'm doing it anyway so did London and then yeah I qualified for New York but I just had hip surgery and then COVID hit so it was a blessing in disguise because it was like cancelled for two years and then then I had some other health issues bladder wise so I'm under a urologist and um yeah, like you said, I was in hospital for three consecutive weeks, three separate admissions leading just before I left. And the when I go in with this infection, it it's bad. Like I I do suffer depression, but it's well controlled. I'm on an antidepressant, I see a psychiatrist, you know, and I've got no shame in seeing a psychiatrist. Like he's no. a great he's a great guy. And um 
yeah, this little green pill. We've got a little deal happening that if I take my fluoxetine every day, he'll bulk bill me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, that's more money for Nikes. And he's like, do what you want. Yeah, so it's <laughs> um but yeah so hang on where was I going with this so I think that's where I I probably jumped into your where I've seen you more on Instagram so you leading into New York you're obviously unwell in hospital yeah leaving the hospital and going for a run yes yes so I've got an amazing urologist who (laughs) and the team at the Martyr they all knew that New York so I had my original surgery with this urologist in July and I've had quite a few complications since it is quite a complex operation and uh anyway I said to him I the deal is I need to be fit for November for New York he goes trust me I promise you you'll be at New York and I said okay you better hold that down (laughs) it was getting closer and closer to and then it was me being in hospital. And, like, when I go in, I, like I said, I'm in a very bad way. The infection's horrible. I'm in so much pain. It's not funny. They need to give me, like, fentanyl. And I say, oh, I just want to die. I can't do this anymore because that's how bad I am. And the team are really good. They know me quite well. Anyway, once the pain's under control, I'm like, okay, can I go for a run now? <laughs> and they usually need to message the doctor or he writes me in the notes. Yes, Catherine can go for a run twice a day as long as she's back for her antibiotics. So they supported me so well throughout all of this, like being so sick. And, um, yeah, it's a credit to them letting a patient out with the cannula in. And even though I'm a nurse myself, you know, I think they could trust me. Um, Yeah, and so then I, I... made him and my psychiatrist a cake with the New York medal on it yeah and, and um I gave it to them the day I, like just the day before I was leaving because we were about to cancel like I said to my surgeon the last time I went in before New York I said we need to talk about cancelling don't we and he goes we do but let's get your pain under control and um we'll talk about it tomorrow and then tomorrow comes and I'm like yes I can go, oh, I'm feeling so much better. <laughs> Once the anti- antibiotics kick in, I feel so much yeah. better. So um, then it was like game on again. I got my motivation back. And then there was like people like Jess coming to the hospital to come and run with me. And mm. it was people coming up to just have a coffee. And they knew how important New York was for me. And um, anyway, I gave them the cakes. And I'm thinking to myself, shit, I really hope I finish this race. <laughs> but <laughs> cake. And anyway, yes, so getting on the plane was one of the happiest days of my life. <laughs> and, um, we travelled, I travelled with my girlfriend, uh, with nurse for a long time together and we did Las Vegas first and then went to San Francisco and then got to New York. And at the expo, uh, I bought so much, oh, my gosh. Is your uh, friend a runner as well? Oh, not at all. Oh. No. <laughs> um, at the expo, they asked you at the checkout, they're like, oh, is this your first New York marathon? I said, yeah, it is. And they're like, where are you from? And I'm like, Australia. And so they ring this bell for anyone who's doing the first and they yell out, first New York marathon, she's from Australia. Yeah. And cheers. And it's like, oh, my gosh, so cool. And then um, sadly I had a bit of an infection the night before the marathon and that 
my surgeon was on the phone. He's like, okay, do this, you know, and he was like contacting me from Australia, which was so lovely. And I was in a lot of pain, but I'm like, no, I'm doing it. So I set off at like 5 a.m. It's a big process, the morning of New York. So you need to catch, I caught the subway down to the Staten Island Ferry and the first ferry goes at 5.30 a.m. And so then you pass the Statue of Liberty and then there's all these school buses waiting to pick you up and then take you then to Fort Wardsmith. So that's another, I don't know, 45 minute drive. And so I arrived at the actual race precinct at about 6.30 a.m. And then you patted down with security and then you go into your colour corrals. And so I was in blue and um, they give out like free bagels, coffee, Gatorade. And like I wasn't starting till 9.45. So I'm like, yeah, I can can, um, the plain blanket from from one of my flights. And I'm like, I'm going to use that as like a little mat because they're very particular with what you can take into the you can't take big mats or it needs to be this certain size and they're very strict. And so I took that and I just lied on that and had a water bottle as a pillow. And, and then I saw these two girls, they were braiding each other's hair. And my friend who I went with, she can't braid. All I wanted was my hair in braids. I love that braids. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, I thought, I'm going to go over. So I went over and I said, excuse me, can I ask you a strange question? Would you mind braiding my hair? They're like, of course, come and sit with us. <laughs> you know. And these two girls, they're ultra runners and they're from Chicago. And um, so I became good friends with them. And anyway, I said, oh, thank you so much. These are amazing battle braids. They're like battle braids. And I said, yeah, that's what we call them in Australia. And so they didn't, they just call them braids. So now they're like, oh, my gosh, that's such a cool name for them. And um, anyway, I just sent them a message, obviously, the other day because I just got into Chicago. And so one of them's like, come and stay with me. So that's oh, exciting. That's lovely. It's just how I meet people and I love, yeah, the running connection. But, yeah, anyway, New York, um, you then get into your crowd and then you walk about, it feels like a kilometre to the actual start line on, on a bridge, on a very hilly bridge. Um, I don't like hills, like Jester. <laughs> <laughs> We're friends. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so off we, they play the national anthem and then the cannon goes for every wave. Oh, and wow. So, yeah, yeah, it's pretty impressive. Um, I've got a video somewhere. And then off I went. And it's hard to try and find your way. Yeah, like, so many people. Yeah, but I think once I got to the top of the bridge, I'm like, okay, see you later. Zoom, uh, sub five minute K. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my. like just the adrenaline. It took yeah. months of build up, and I'm like, I'm out of here. And so I was running down, and I think there's signs. It's like, welcome to Brooklyn, and every different borough you went through, it was just a different kind of crowd. Like the Bronx was amazing, Queens. Um, and, you know, New York is notorious for being cold. It should be like about four degrees marathon day. It was like 26 degrees. Yeah, it was the hottest one on record. And I yeah. was, oh, my gosh. So it was actually, I was drenched by 10Ks, like in sweat. It was really hot. And then it rained a little bit and then the heat came out again. But the crowd, like, is just nothing you've ever seen before. The whole way was just phenomenal. 
and um you know there's people holding signs like there's five different bridges you go across there was crowds the whole way apart from one bridge where there's not let you're not allowed spectators and so all you could hear was the footsteps of everyone just tap 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 and I saw a guy with an Australian singlet on and Gale Force so another Brisbane running club and so I caught up to him on the bridge and I'm like are you Adrian at all and he goes yeah I am and I said oh I'm such and such friend and he oh hey <laughs> and anyway we just ran and chatted and we just, he's like he sent me a message afterwards oh my gosh you saved my race I was having a really hard time and you just came along it was so bright and energetic I'm like oh mate I wasn't feeling it but anyway <laughs> so, so how long did you run with him for um just a few k's yeah um, is that he, what gets you through a marathon chatting to people and because I can't think of anything worse if I, I, <laughs> I couldn't chat to someone in a marathon no way um, no I just Oh, New York was different. It was hot. I wasn't going to do a PB. I was just like chatting to people and, um, you know, just encouraging others like, well done. And um, even though I was struggling myself, but um, like Gold Coast 50 just the other week, like that's probably my favourite event of the whole race calendar because I think everyone knows everyone and you're actually passing each other quite often and you're like, yeah, good job. Good job, Joe. Go, good, good job, Jess. Or yeah, nice one, Starkey. And so you you know each other, and I like yeah. that. New York, I knew no one, and my friend had one job over there to take a photo at eleven kilometers, and she missed it. Oh. <laughs> Why at eleven? What was there? Oh, she was just. Um, that's just where she was like going to be, and yeah. I be on the left hand side of the road because it's so crowded. I know she was on the right hand side. Uh, after I passed, she said, Oh, she's gonna kill me. <laughs> but no, it's okay. But yeah, so um What time did you end up running? Oh, I think it was like four twenty. Yep. is like three thirty, so it was a long way off. But that was my first like international run since the hip surgery and since my yeah, bladder surgery and stuff. So I was just happy to, to do it and to finish yeah and at the oh my gosh two k's at the um from the finish buddy I went to get my phone out and there's a call from Jess Jess Willis and so I answered it I'm like hey mate just running into the park goes, <laughs> oh, you'd finished by now I'm like mate it was daylight sa- it was daylight saving so they had to change the clocks back an hour which screwed everyone around but anyway it was fine I'm like I'm nearly there, two Ks to go. And <laughs> where the hell are you FaceTiming at this time? I'm like, it's me. <laughs> so I chatted to Jess for a while, which was so nice, and she got to see the crowds and everything. And then when I crossed the line, um, I don't know if I rang Katie or she rang me because I run with Club Katie. Club Katie, yep. Yeah. Yeah. In- an integral part of my life for many years and um yeah I forget who rang who but anyway she saw the volunteer put the medal over my head oh. and it was so special and I hugged the volunteer and um oh I just yeah and then I, we went to like a rooftop bar with lots of stairs and one champagne and then I was dancing with somebody in Times Square and oh, oh. my god <laughs> so from watching or listening to you it's more than running, right? So 
A, obviously you love traveling, but where you've come from to be able to turn up there and do it and have your support crew on the phone, (laughs) like it's amazing to hear, right? It's inspiring. Was there any part of it that you were running and you're like, I'm not going to make it? Like, is it, you know, when time gets tough and you're struggling, Yes, you have to talk yourself out of that or you just yeah I think it was about 30 k's and I was walking up a bridge and of course I do Instagram stories while I'm running (laughs) and I'm like oh I'm at 30 k's this is so shit it's so hot (laughs) I felt quite ill like because I just wasn't I have a few stomach issues when I'm running like I can't tolerate much and like GC50 I just had coke and water and yeah once again I've found that real Coke in ultras is like liquid gold. And yeah. that's like I'm okay with food and everything now and calories. Um, yeah, lots of people swear by Coke, don't they, for the ultras? Oh, it's incredible. Like I don't drink soft drink normally. Yeah. Um, when they're going, when you can't stomach anything else, Coke is just, it's just got the caffeine, sugar, carbohydrates, like all the good stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, no, look, there's... There's always that self-doubt, like, oh, my gosh, I don't think my legs can make it. Oh, no. And then I'm like, hang on, I haven't spent $10,000 on this trip to fail. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's expensive, right, but worth oh. it. And when you said it's only $295, that's US dollars. So it's more like, oh. yes, it's more like $500 Australian to enter. Oh, okay, interesting. When you went to Vegas, did you go to the Nike factory? Yes, it wasn't that good. Oh, okay, well, that's probably good because it makes me want to go there. Yeah, no, Vegas was just full of marijuana and drunks. and. <laughs> yeah, but the outlets are good though, the shopping. There was a Lulu outlet. Yeah. 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 Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, you did. I remember you, <laughs> I remember you storing that. So, um, so you, Chicago next? Yeah, I don't even know what date it is, to be honest. I'm just in a bit of a... I'm do, no, um, I'm doing Dust to Dawn. Uh, oh, okay. 12-hour race again. Um, yeah. Feb, which I don't know. It's just a mental mental challenge, I guess, for me doing that. And I know last, well, this year when I did it, one of my friends from Club Katie Pip, she came out and crewed for me and she's never sort of seen that race before. And I think I was done after three hours. And I'm like, oh, I'm bored. <laughs> I'm home. <laughs> I had a rest and I'm like, okay, I'm out again. And so it goes through lots of ups and downs in, the, in those sort of races. And yeah, but it's a really fun event and it's like 60 bucks to enter. It's a really like community focused and lots of volunteers there as well. So how many hours a week do you do training at the moment? How many, you don't, you don't have Strava, do you? Yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. So how many kilometers a week do you do? Like if you're going into Buster Dawn, which is 12 hours. Yeah. How do you prepare for that? Uh, see, it just depends on my shifts, to be honest. Like yeah. I might be doing a long run on Monday morning or um, like I did a rail trail run on Saturday and that was four and a half hours and 38 kilometres or something. So I actually, I've never been coached. I never have a plan. I just run to how I feel and I know yeah. I need a some hours in and I do a lot of strength training still and I'm actually swimming which is like 
unknown to me. I hate swimming, but I'm doing it because I know it's good for me. Mm. And so between that and reformer Pilates, like I don't just run. I do a lot of other stuff just to keep my hips going and everything strong, else I'll break. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, I couldn't, I'm not really caught up on Strava. Like I, and I don't, sorry, friends, I don't really give you many kudos or whatever because <laughs> I've been but it, like my my watch just uploads it and I don't sometimes I change the topic like this title of it but that's about it I don't look much further yeah uh, just mainly I don't have the time because it's usually quick run like Straight you know, to work. Just, yeah 4 30 a.m run shower work you know work for 12 hours home sleep you know yeah so it's um Strava's just there to upload my runs really so sometimes 100 k's a week um just depends I need to be careful to not over like sometimes less is more for me because of my bones um I do too much load um I'm quite prone to fractures so I've Uh, learned the hard way after any fractures um yeah because if I'm doing too much my bones like I've had heel fractures tibia fractures both hips done, uh, you know, lots of lots of broken bones. So I'm quite, yeah, aware of that now and I just train smart. What yeah. would you say, because I'm sure, like, um, we've got quite a few shift workers in our running club, especially in Brisbane in the summertime, how do you find fitting in your, you know, your runs if you're on a lot of shifts and you haven't got many days off coming up? Like, have you got any tips for people on how to, obviously, like you say, you just squeeze it in where you can, but any particular tips for shift workers to make it work? Uh, Look, I've got a treadmill at home and that's sort of like my quick, like if I'm just say night, like I do quite a lot of night shifts and depends on how my night was. If it was a nice night and, you know, everything was okay, then I feel sort of energised and I I work at a hospital on the river so I can like okay sometimes I might go for a run straight after work I always my running gear with me to work so and they know me well they're like oh she's off for a run you know it is um because most people go home and sleep but as soon as I go home I won't leave the house again until like you know because you want to sleep so I sort of make it happen straight after work I've always a morning runner I'm rarely an afternoon runner so it's um yeah I think you try and get into a routine and um it is really hard with shift work though like yeah but I wouldn't change shift work work for the world like you know I would hate to be working Monday honest (laughs) (laughs) I think you'd be bored wouldn't you I'm like no let's get and plus you know we get good penalties on the weekend and like I have weekends off for races and stuff but otherwise um yeah I just said do you run with club Katie when you can like when you fit it in you always have Fridays off yeah (laughs) yeah because they it's funny I I started with them last year sometime and I know I'm like happy and a positive person but I'm actually quite nervous going to new things or new groups and so it was even though it was run by Katie I didn't know anyone and it was really daunting for me going to the first run but it was so welcoming and so inclusive and like now all of them are like my best friends they put on a little farewell for me 
before New York. Like we went out for tacos and margaritas and, you know, they're just all so supportive of my health and me and they're always checking in, like especially when I'm in hospital and stuff. But, yeah, Fridays are always good. I bring baking usually too. You are a good baker. Did you, you know, your gingerbread houses, did you bake them? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't do because um just short on time but yeah I usually just do them for my doctors and stuff but sometimes I sell them but they take a lot of effort and it wasn't very good with this humidity this year but um no I do like cooking but actually with work at the moment I'm working like 70 hour weeks so I don't have much time apart from the Tim Tembles I just made <laughs> yes, you definitely need to send me the recipe for <laughs> because I can't remember I had to send you a picture of my gingerbread house. I couldn't get the walls to stand up. <laughs> Did you make one from scratch, Katie? No. <laughs> it's a packet one. Yeah, I've seen those. Oh, oh that's even worse, <laughs> I know. I know. Um, but that's so so true, running groups. Like our running group is exactly the same. People yeah. get nervous um, that they yeah. won't be able to keep up. But I think once you've got that community around you, they yeah. inspire you, motivate you to, um, and support you no matter what you're going through. So, yeah, yeah. they've. Um, I know a few of them went out and did Dead Cow Gully this year, and I'm like, hmm, okay. So I've signed up for next year. Oh wow! Getting about these things I've signed up for because people are like, what have you got on next year? I'm like, oh, Chicago. Oh yeah, hang on, I've signed up for that one too. <laughs> this one. A few of our guys went and did um, Dead Cow Gully, so you'll love it. <laughs> Yeah, good at it. I think um, that um, what am I structure? What is it? That race Your format? Yeah, yeah, the six point seven k loop. Yeah, I have a little rest. Yeah, I have coffee. <laughs> well, it'll probably suit a shift worker because you can run through the night and it wouldn't affect you. Yeah, oh, and that's why I'm doing the dusk till dawn. Like you know, being awake for twelve hours is nothing. Then no big deal. Yeah, I can. Well, at night, that's nice. Yeah. So you got Dust to Dawn, Chicago, and Dead Cow Gully. And GC50, I've already entered. Oh, yeah. again. You're right. We do the double at GC again. Okay. Um, Can we talk to us about the doubles? So I didn't even know that was a thing. I've, a few people um, I follow did it this year. So you do the half on the Saturday and then, no, half yeah. Saturday, full Sunday. Yeah, because, like, it was always the half and the full together on the Sunday. So yeah. now that up and uh, one of the girls from Club Katie, um, she'd entered the half and I said, I will run it with you. She'd just come back from being sick and having chemo and stuff and she hadn't run more than, I think it was 16 kilometres. Yeah. I said, I'll run with you. You know, I'm just here to have fun and time doesn't matter. And we saw one of the other girls from Club Katie there. And so we, uh, the three of us, we ran together. And so when the going was tough at about, I don't know, 18 kilometres, we're just like, suck it up, mate. Come on, you got this. You've been through work. And we had such a nice time together. And I think we did it in quite a respectable time, like two hours and just over two hours or something. And um, so that was fun. And then the I went out for champagne lunch of course that day and I don't drink much but when I'm like on a high celebrating yeah. <laughs> and um yeah I don't take I'm not elite I don't take racing seriously I just have a ball as you see like all my photos are just like 
me waving me happy because yeah. that's me. And um, yeah, and then it was the fall on Sunday. And hmm, I can't even remember what time I did. Maybe. I think, I think this is good, right? I think it shows that if you take the pressure off, like <laughs> I have so much probably PTSD from some of the events I've done because you put so much pressure on yourself to do a time. You don't yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. So I love I was, that. That's what I was thinking, Katie, same thing. Like listening to you, I was thinking yet again, another person that we're talking to who's just doesn't matter. The time doesn't matter. You're just enjoying the actual event and going through it and loving it. And like, I really like when you say, I don't even know what time I did. That's, that is horrifying to me. But because I would never not know what time I did because I'd be so obsessed with what time I did. Yeah. But it must be so freeing to just not care and just actually enjoy it. It is. And you get a medal at the end of the day. And I think it was around four hours. Like I really, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you what my PBs are. Like I was listening to Jess's podcast before just to try and get some tips on how to do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you wing it like us. Yeah. <laughs> elite runner her half marathon is this her full marathon I'm like I wouldn't even know what my pbs were apart from marathon obviously but like I just don't know and I don't really care like it just but I, I think for me as Sasha just said it's it's lovely to hear that I think running has given you a new lease of life and yeah. you inspire so many people and make so many people probably in an event be able to finish because you're so carefree and happy on on course oh oh that's just me and I just oh no I'm not going to change I just no do it I love it I Risha's we interviewed Risha and she's um I don't know if you've met Risha Lewis but she's the same she's so happy on course and loving life and yeah enjoying it yeah obviously sorry um Starkey sorry um to interrupt you but obviously you've you've been through so so much health wise and you love your running like it's just you can obviously we're seeing you on video our listeners are not seeing you but we're seeing you know the passion when you're talking and everything what what do you reckon is the the biggest thing that you're that you get from running if you think back over how how you first started into running and why you run why you started to run in the first place and now look at you know a few years down the track What's the, what's the best thing for you as a, as a human being that you get from it? Uh, a few things, probably the endorphins. It actually does really help with your mental health. Uh, just moving is so important. Um, and I think the friendships and connections is really important to me. Um, the people I've met through running uh, is like my foundation in life and I love them so much. And I'd be lost without them, to be honest. And I just like being free. It, it gives me that strength to keep on going and get through things when things are tough. And, like, some days I might not feel like running. I feel like absolute crap, well, if I, even with an infection. But I'll go out and just do 5Ks and it always makes you feel better. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Never, what do they say? You never regret a, a run. You regret not, not going. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Love it. Well, thank you for sharing your story. As we said, it's, um, yeah, how you can be inspired by just watching someone on Instagram. It's, um, 
it's lovely to be able to connect with you and hear your story and share it with others. Yeah, because everyone does, everyone has a story and everyone's got their own reason how they started, why they started, where, you know, where it's taken them and it's taken you all over the world. Yeah. You've oh, not, not all over, but well, you know, you've you've done a fair bit of travel, and it look, you know, you've got some more coming up. Yeah, it, it is, it is genuinely inspiring as well, from a personal perspective, to see the carefree approach to races and times. I love that, mm. and it, it will definitely be you'll be even more inspiring to other people who maybe don't follow you on Instagram and who don't know your story. I think it will touch you know, touch a few people as well. So I really appreciate that. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Thank pleasure. You. I love it. Um, Coffee in person soon. Exactly. We, we're we going to be very busy when we meet all these people on course. Yeah. I actually, I do want to do the Gold Coast 50. I, I, I only problem is it's, it's hot, isn't it? People say it's a hot time of year. It wasn't too bad this year at all. It was such nice weather. But yeah. you guys, 50k soon aren't you but we're 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 trying to get to it Sasha's a bit injured at the moment so we're going to do it together we're just going to see how she goes if not we'll do it later in the year yeah Which, or is it just together just a just, just together just around to ah 31st yeah. oh, no that's our um, rock the crop yeah that's coming up too oh, okay okay so yeah, that's our rock the crop run we're gonna um get get out and rock the crop and be proud to um thankful for our bodies yeah (laughs) exactly and I think even talking to you just make sure remember that it everyone's body has been through all sorts of things so much yeah and we've got to be grateful for what we've got celebrating that body so yeah the rock the crop run is 31st of December Okay. Um, and then we, Katie and I, were just going to do a 50K run late January. But, yeah, there's a few little doubts cropping up about that one. But we're definitely going to do a 50K at some point, even yeah. if that doesn't happen in the, in the end of January. So, yeah, we'll just have to, I think we might have to have a bit of a pause on that one, but we'll see what happens. And I definitely need to lay off the cheesecake balls because <laughs> if I'm rocking my crop in a week, for the listeners crush up a a packet of tim tams and put a block of cream cheese together mix that together put them into balls put them in the freezer bring them out and then dip them in chocolate and they're your tim tam cheesecake balls for christmas do you dip them in dark chocolate whatever you want whatever you want I crushed um, Tim Tams and put them on top of that as well. Oh, that's an extra layer of Tim Tam on Tim Tam. Oh, you can that's put what I need. You can put them like in milk chocolate and then drizzle like white chocolate over the top. Why you, would I do this a week before? <laughs> you got this, Asha. You got this. Yeah, right. I, I am going to, well, I can't tomorrow. Tomorrow's my husband's birthday. But the next day, so the 23rd, I think I need to make this happen. <laughs> need me some Tim Tambles. <laughs> if you don't eat them yourself, because it is quite delicious. Yeah. So, how many packets of Tim Tams do you make? Do you buy? Them, you how want. many balls do you get? Twelve. Okay. Uh, Once again, I didn't count. I don't. Oh, I, didn't. <laughs> I don't care about that stuff. I just how you want them. 
<laughs> yeah, I did smaller ones. Okay. It was a little bold. <laughs> but you might need the toilet. <laughs> you might need the toilet on your run. <laughs> I can't believe you said turtle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still E. Oh, oh yeah, we I need to find the E, yes. I looked it up. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I looked it up. Um, there is a website that has all the letters. Let me go to E. Hang on, hang on. Do you do many park runs, Starkey? Nah, because I'm usually working Saturdays. But I think I might be doing one Christmas Day. Oh, Emerald? Oh, Christmas oh. Day. I love how they do it on Christmas Day. Emerald. Emerald. Oh. Okay. That's a Queensland one. Um, yeah, that's it. Aren't that was a hard one. Is you, where's your local park run? Uh, Wynnum. Oh, do you live on the south side? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wynnum, okay. Is that a flat course? Yeah. Yeah. Very flat. Well, come maybe and Katie and I can come over and do Wynnum Park Run one time. Okay, lots of nice coffee there. Yeah, no pressure on time. We'll just come and do it together and have a coffee with you or something. Perfect. That sounds good. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. We'll do it in the new year when you're yeah. back. Um, but we'll have to cross the river. Yeah. We don't do that often. You guys are like out Brendale or somewhere, aren't you? Yeah, we're at um, Eaton's Hill. Eaton's Hill. Oh, that's a long way away. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> It'll okay. Yeah. It's like 10 minutes from the city. <laughs> but, yeah, if Wynnum is a flat park run, I'd be keen for that. Yeah. It's flat. Yeah, it's, flat. Mm. it's very nice. Is it on the water? Yeah. Nice. Oh, okay. Right. Have you ever done Sandgate? Do you ever run at Sandgate? No. Oh, okay. Well, you'd like that I, one. Two park runs in my life. And where uh, are they? <laughs> yeah, so come on. <laughs> you, you go to New... Well, you run down New Farm with Katie. She runs Tenerife, yeah. Yeah. Do yeah. so you travel out there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because you work in there, so... Yeah. I just after that, but um, yeah. for me, so yeah, yeah, perfect. Well, thank you again. Thank you. We appreciate your time. So, you got to go to bed now. I'm gonna have some dinner and then bed, yeah, perfect. I might make my Oreo balls. <laughs> you shouldn't need Oreo balls and Tim Tam balls, do you? Oh, no, <laughs> stopping me from stressing out about Christmas shopping that I haven't done yet. So, are you doing the full blown? cooking for everybody yep um, not tonight for um christmas day my oh. birthday is actually on the 24th and I've, i hate doing christmas day because like i have to spend my birthday preparing preparing but this yeah. year I'm, t- I'm taking one for the family and i'm doing it what's for starter um <laughs> i haven't got a menu yet <laughs> so, <laughs> we've got a ham ordered and we've got prawns ordered and i've got um oh my gosh what about a pavlova yeah i was gonna i do i've got the little pads nice i'm not making them i'm decorating (laughs) that would be me (laughs) oh my god i know it's so bad so you're definitely you wouldn't be going and doing a christmas park run then katie no no